welcome everyone to the Circle of the Bay podcast, episode 78. This is the whole studio's one, Ivan C. Uh, here with my brother from another mother, the fellow horseman. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, I'm going to flatter because he's back. We saw him back on the MMA episodes, but now he's back on the regular COD episodes. And that is, of course, the man who travels around the world directing, making music, and uh, playing music, and raising hell all over the all over the world and now he's back here with us he is a director the one and only ck1 chris kenny ladies and gentlemen i'm back i'm catching up on dynamite and i may not be wearing pants <laughs> i can believe that oh man believe that roman reigns oh shit <laughs> that is right so yes ladies and gentlemen uh money mike will be joining me later on no matt callis today um, he's busy, but he'll join us in the recap next week. But yes, now before we get into anything else with full gear and the, and the media call that we had with Tony Khan, but let's get into what happened on Dynamite 24 hours ago, 48 hours ago for everybody this is pre-recorded. But yes, let's go ahead and talk about the opening match director. And that is, these two have not seen each other in a long time. And I'm talking about... The American Dragon and Brian Danielson versus, of course, the he is himself uh, from Chaos. So that is the man who's leading the New Japan LA Dojo here in, in SoCal, Mr. Rocky Romero. So I want to get your thoughts of that fantastic great opening match between these two individuals. Yeah, obviously the more veteran fans may know that these two know each other. Um, but one thing I can really appreciate with Dan Danielson Brianville. Uh, <laughs> it's hard because Daniel Bryan, right? Hard. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'll, do it. I'll, do it. I'll, I'll, I'll Jim Ross my way into this. Is that he isn't just picking the biggest, best, most famous people on that roster? Um, you know, this is the first fight of the night or match of the night. He's not just, oh, I know how legendary I am. I'm only going to go after the biggest, best things. You know, he's not pulling a Brock over here. Mm -hmm. So to see him opening a TV card with someone who the American crowd may not be as familiar with yet is awesome. I love that he's humble that way. He respects the game. Um, good match. They've obviously worked together before. It's It was technical. Um, Branson got – Bryanson? Bryanson got the win by sub, <laughs> uh, of course – and um, it just kind of moves him forward a little bit, uh, but doesn't really move Rocky Romero back at all. So it no, was, that's it's nice. a good opener for sure. Oh, man. But I mean, op opening with that, man, guys, just yes. Yeah, right? But speaking about, yes, well, you know what? We never got your full feelings about Brian Danielson going to AEW. Oh, I, want, I wanted to get your feedback. Like, are you happy that, you know, he signed for three years, by the way, 2024. Yeah. I mean, the man is, he's like, I'm going to be here for quite some time. And, you know, he still mentioned in previous, a, a recent interview that he had, he said, okay, you know what, I might, this could be my last contract. You never know. But he said that, you know, him and Bray talked about being with one last match in WWE, then hang, you know, hang the boots. But are you happy that Brian Danielson is an AEW? How do you, what was your feeling when you heard about it? Like, what was your thoughts? Well, I know the terms in which he was left with WWE was that he, wanted to be the first to get through that forbidden door, but remain on the WWE roster. Obviously, Vince wasn't having that. And Vince said, well, I'll pay you a lot more money. You're not going through any doors. Um, and since you may not want to wrestle for us, I think they wanted to make him a talent agent, something like that. Like he wanted, to, they were going to offer him like a lot more money to have a desk job. 
and um, I, I I don't know him at all, but from interviews and him talking, I kind of know that he just wasn't done testing himself worldwide. So I'm happy that he's happy. He's obviously negotiated a contract he likes. So I think that's great for business, obviously sets a precedent, as well as every other signee that occurred or showed up that night that you can't negotiate a better deal somewhere else. And uh, even if it is for less money, it's better quality wrestling. I don't know the dollars and cents, um, but yeah, I'm happy they're happy. Awesome, man. And I can't wait. These three years are going to be great for Brian Danielson. And I cannot wait to see, you know, what other future matches that would happen with him as well. Yeah. Uh, now I was getting to the quick segment of the, you know, I think this is one of uh, by far my favorite feuds right now with the inner circle and American top team, man. And then to see fucking Dan Lambert powerbombing Jericho to a fucking table. Oh, my God. He was kind of struggling, though, for this bit. But, man, your thoughts about Dan Lambert, man. Um, this is, man, I don't want to say this is MMA in pro wrestling done right because Ken Shamrock definitely did it. And Brock Lesnar kind of copied the Ken Shamrock gimmick, you know, 10 years later. Uh, but when Ken Shamrock came over as the world's most dangerous man, he was an established MMA world champion going through Pancrase, UFC, some pride fights. Um, and he got to keep that, you know, style adapted to pro wrestling and it worked. Um, there's been copycats ever since. This is the surprise hit of the summer. I did not know Dan. I always knew Dan Lambert was a personality seeing him on like Ultimate Fighter, Black Zillions versus Top Team, where current welterweight champion Kamaru Usman uh, won that season. Um, but yeah, this he has an unlimited roster. Obviously, we've seen Amanda Nunes in the, in the audience. She could come out and like crack bit breakers. She can do whatever she wants to anyone. Um, you know, Andre Arlovsky, Junior Dos Santos getting in there. Um, obviously, Street Jesus, Jorge Masvidal. It's exciting. I mean, basically, they just replaced uh, the the pinnacle, essentially, as far as um, a 6v6 style war games or Survivor Series match. It's just the same angle, just copied and pasted a whole new team. Right. Dan Lambert on the mic, man. I, I can't get over how good he is. <laughs> I can't get over how – I thought I really loved uh, MJF, man, but Dan Lambert's like his dad. <laughs> really, <laughs> he's really good. And he does uh, – I've said this before. He's articulate. Um, he doesn't stutter. He doesn't – he's just talented on the mic. It's it's wild. I love it. It's, I'm, it's hard to separate, you know, reality that these MMA fighters could destroy any one of those pro wrestlers besides maybe Jake Hager. Um, but suspended disbelief like pro wrestling is, it's, it's, it's entertaining to watch. Oh, man, definitely. And it, you know what? I mean, and I forgot that Lambert was this – this is not his first stunt, you know, in pro wrestling. He did it at Impact, you know, because yeah. I totally forgot that uh, Lashley, I believe, was part of American Top Team, right? Lashley? Lashley. Bobby Lashley? Lashley. Lashley? Yeah, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> we, he was Black, part of Black Lesnar. You know, he, he, was, he was part of uh, – he was part of uh, American Top Team when he was when he was in Strike Force. Yeah, Strike Force. Was it Strike? Was this, well, Bellator, Bellator, right? Bellator. Bellator. Yeah, sorry, Bellator. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember that. Uh, you know, that stint that he did in Impact. So I totally forgot about it. Uh, it but man, good, it was good to see. Uh, this is a great feud. I, I'm. I, I don't think this is this feud is gonna be over. But man, no, oh, I think it's gonna get its own kind of stadium stampede. But maybe in an octagon. Oh, hey, oh my god. <laughs> He just ah more games octagon. Style. Games. Oh, bro. oh, but it's too like um 
So the old, uh, for a while, it was Strike Force, I believe. Yeah. They were doing, um, they were rotating. They had events where it would be a kickboxing ring next to a cage, and they would have the kickboxing match. And then when that was over, the MMA fight started. You know, and then they would rotate back and forth between the two. Yeah. Might have been, might have been Glory. It was either Glory or Strike Force, but they were rotating. When one fight ended in the ring, the fight started in the cage, and then they would rotate. So, Yeah. A war games stadium stampede two octagons or one big giant octagon that'd be wild what about this what about do they do um i don't know if you ever seen it in europe i think it's I, somewhere in europe i saw it oh I, don't be talking about that russian tag team yeah bro. yeah like the oh, yeah. No, 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 no. that should don't fly <laughs> people getting hit in the back of the head people are like in guard getting punched and all of a sudden like three guys come behind in German suit. No, I don't, I'm not into that. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. big fights, dude. Nah. <laughs> that's like a straight out, like a fucking street fight straight out. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's just crazy. <laughs> people getting double leg by like nine guys. Like, nah. Uh, um, and also I'm going to clarify something real quick. It's a Boston crab. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's a Boston crab. Wow. That's, I cannot wait, man. This is going to be awesome. Now, we do have those six, you know, women's six-man tag match, which we did see last week. It wasn't going to happen. Thunder, Thunder Rosa, Anna J. Anna J, you're, you know. Uh, and, and, and I'm going to say, yeah, exactly. And uh, Tay Conti versus DMD, Jamie Hayter and Rebel. Um, your thoughts about that match? Uh, Tay Conti got the pin and the win in that one, right? Setting up a yes. match versus uh, Britt Baker this uh, Saturday. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I like that. She deserves a title shot. Um, the Anna J storyline seems pretty strong. Uh, there's no way Conte's winning, but you can't have two number two contenders. So I don't know if there's going to be a rift between them or if they're going to keep that sister bond going. Um, I don't want to predict that, like, Anna J turns on Tay Conte. Um, I mean, that would be so Vince of them to do that but it wouldn't surprise me if they did. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, like, I, I mean, realistically, Tay should win, but not, like, for the story. You know, like, Tay could definitely beat the shit out of Britt Baker in real life. So it's really hard for me to, like, pretend that she can't do it in the ring. So I know. That's, that's all it comes down to. But I, I, th I think Tay's going to lose. Um, but I, I don't know if it's going to be outside interference or heel turn by NJ at all. I can't – I have no idea. Oh, all right. We have Jungle Boy, Anthony Bowens. Max Casterman is in a row, man. Yeah. Uh, he did mention, you know, Anna Jay about leaving your you leaving your girlfriend with seven other guys. Like, oh my God, man. This guy, he's your new modern day John Cena, you could say when it comes to it. Uh, yeah, he's definitely Edgelord for sure. Um <laughs> yeah. Uh homegrown talent, both AEW guys coming up. Um obviously Jungle Boy is going to be like the number of two guy for the TNT title probably for the next year. You know, I, it's inevitable that he's going to get it. Um, but it's just not going to be now. But it's inevitable. Like, it's going to be a big pop. Like, he's he is, in my opinion, right now, where Daniel Bryan was before he won the two belts that one night. Mm. So this is, this, is the run. this is the jungle yes movement right now. Ah, I love that. I love that. And now we're seeing the aftermath. This is Bobby Fish attacking him. Softening them up uh, for tonight on Rampage. Because remember, you watch this Friday, ladies and gentlemen. So, yes, uh, man, Bobby Fish, Jungle Boy. Are uh, you looking forward to seeing that on Rampage today? Man, 
<laughs> I can't keep up. I love the Bobby Fishes over there too. Um, Jungle Boy is gonna probably lose that by like probably gonna go to like DQ or something like that, or you know, like count out, double count out. Um, it's too soon to have Bobby Fish lose clean or Jungle Boy win clean. I think for either one of them, you know. Yeah. So I, that might be like a double count out. Might be the tragic 50-50 booking they might have to pull off, but um, they're allowed one a year, and I think this might be it. And, you know, and I did like, you know, that little promo, man, I, like right after backstage, you see the young, you know, Young Bucks and Adam Cole, and, they're, you know, Adam Cole introducing Bobby Fish to the Young, you know, to the Young Bucks. Boy, this is not an era anymore. This is the elite era. Like, you know, kind of referencing, obviously, Young Disputed Era. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, man. elite. Yeah, no, I'm like, I Adam Cole, say it. something, man. Elite. <laughs> Era, I can't even hand signal this. I can just, <laughs> okay. yeah. Too many, and then there's like, there's too many hands. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like sign language trying to keep up pro wrestling nowadays. Everybody's got a thing. It's just it, the only two that matter is this, and uh, and, and this, this. <laughs> and, and this. this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then. Uh, we do see Dante Martin, Leo Rush's debut on Dynamite. Teaming up together versus Matt Seidel and Lee Moriarty. This match, I enjoyed. I think the crowd enjoyed it. A lot of flippity flappity do, and I'm not disrespecting the, you know, I'm just saying it like that. Uh, but it was great on both sides. I enjoyed it. Um, man, this, are we going to see Dante going full on heel? I mean, it's transitioning to that level with Leo Rush. I mean, what are your thoughts? Um, Leo Rush has always been potential megastar he's gone through some shit literally like emotionally physically i think he had a busted rib yet so you know obviously he got let go from wwe because he earned himself like permanent young boy status they kind of hazed him a little bit but a little bit is his him, you know himself he was a little immature and thought he was bobby lashley um and then he went to impact and then I think he got a rib injury, and then he retired, and he said he's done, I think is what happened. Or is Impact still called Impact, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. I was like um, – and then he showed up at Hollywood Wrestling. I remember that. He was supposed to be in that tournament, or he was, Hollywood Championship Wrestling. Yeah, he was in the, the United Wrestling Network uh, tournament, yes. For yeah, so he was in that. And then I think he retires again, and then he's like, I'm finally done. And then now he's back in AEW. Um, so – he has all of the talent in the world to be great. I, I just don't know if he has like a mental block um, that he has to get over. Maybe because he's he's young. I mean, he's probably still le less than thirty, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but I hope he finds a home there and he's welcome and he really gets that ball rolling because Leo Rush is infinitely talented. Um, this match itself, if you really want to know what happened, watch it in slow motion and still try to keep up. It was probably one of the fastest matches I've ever seen. <laughs> It was it was it was like watching four Tasmanian devils just going full blast. It was yeah, I couldn't I couldn't. It was, it was definitely a very fast paced match. I enjoyed it. You know, I, I love all four of them, and you know, Sidell, and you know, this is like your Cobra Kai fucking type of segment. You know, you have the teachers and students teaching. You know, there I am. I'm taking them in my wings. You get them in his wing type of style. This is like some Cobra Kai segment for me. I yeah, like it. Definitely, I love it. I love it, Leo. All right, and then we have Dax Hardwood versus Pac. This match overall, man, I'm going to tell you something. Man. I fucking enjoyed it. These 
man, the chemistry these two these two individuals have. And not only that, we finally get to see Hardwood's, you know, singles action um, more. Um, we've seen him with Jungle Boy before, and now with this with Pac, this was more intense, heavy hitting, and I fucking enjoyed it. I loved it, man. And, and then, of course, we see the aftermath, what happened. Of course, um, Cash Wheeler came in, make the save, and then the lights went out. And your boy Malakai, and then of course uh, Andrade came out, and then the rest of the Lucha Bros. I mean, not Lucha, yeah, Lucha Bros. came out. Yeah, Lucha Bros. with Cody, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, Lucha Rhodes. Yeah, Lucha Rhodes. <laughs> and then you know we'll get into the full gear. Your thoughts about it, but yeah, your thoughts about this match? God damn, this was super strong style. I don't care what continent you're from. This was strong style if you're Japan, America, or Europe. Those brain busters, first the one off the top rope, and then I think Harwood re, re you know, uh, responded with one of his own. There was a dive that Pac landed where I think he hit Dax so hard it cut him in his arm. There was like blood, like I think he blocked the dive and it still like pierced. Oh, Jesus. Um, they were just cannonballs at each other. There was slinging, slinging flesh. It was wild. Um, Never going to be a disappointing match, but it is good to see um, singles wrestling singles wrestling from tag teams like that. You know, um, very few times it's awkward. Like, you kind of see that with Proud and Powerful, where it's like their singles runs aren't as great as their tag runs. Where with Dax and um, the other one, Cash, right? He goes by Cash now, Cash Wheeler, uh, have had singles matches, I think. And they both looked as if that was what they had been doing. I think there was some weird record where, like, uh, Revolution had not... Is that what they're called? Revolution? Oh, no, FTR. FTR? Yeah. 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 They had gone, like, 100 matches in a row without ever having singles at one point up until, like, AEW. And so to see them branch out, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool to see that talent. Because it's a completely different moveset. It's a completely different psychology. Yeah. Um, As far as Andrade uh, and... uh. Malachi Black, they were a tag team when they got moved up to the main roster in... No, I'm thinking of Malachi and... Ricochet. And Ricochet. Fuck. I was like, yeah, I, I had something there. I was like, oh, remember when they did that? I'm like, no, that's the other other flyer. Um, yeah, it's a weird team. I think they just needed a team to fill a match gap in versus Lucha Rhodes, which, Cody, come on, man. This is my throat. This is Cody in a fist. <laughs> Everybody feels that way. You know, Cody is becoming everything he created out of hate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's just jamming himself down all of our throats as the good guy. He's, <laughs> he's the new Roman Reigns, but the old version of the new Roman Reigns. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he's yes. a, yeah, it's just... Um, and now he's like, t Lucha, Lucha bros, they don't need him as their third. Bring back Death Triangle. Why is Pac not in this? Like, unless I'm missing something, like I have missed well, a few dynamites. Well, I mean... The, what this turned out, it's I know about the Mal I know Malachi like is take is kicking the shit out of of, of the Nightmare Family for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I get that. Yeah, but oh, no, what I'm saying is now you have coming up in full gear. You're gonna have Andrade and um, and Malachi versus Cody and Pot now. So now they're gonna be teaming up versus each other. Which the rumor you what it was supposed to be their you know their plans was supposed to be the um, the original plan was to be a fatal four way. Uh, all four of them beating the shit out of each other, but now it looks like it's a tag team. So, I mean, that's added to the card full gear. So, man. Right. Man, yeah, that's just 
after Malachi beat Cody, I think he beat him clean in a one, two, three. That should, yes. have, should have been the end of it. I mean, I think the arm attack may have happened after that match. So I guess that's what kept the bad blood. But yeah, just some storylines are kind of going on a little, a little Vincey, a little bit too long. This yeah. might be one of them for sure. Yeah. I mean, it, which is fine for me. I, I don't think, I think this should be the end though. I'm with you. I think this should be the end of it. And then we'll go from there. Yeah. Uh, and then now we have, the what happened? Oh, forgot the promo of the, uh, the MJF and Darby Allen and the little promo, man. Hey, man, this storyline coming full gear. Ah, <laughs> <I, laughs> yeah. You tell me, man. Tell, talk to me, bro. Talk, talk to the people. Give the people what they want. Um, Dirty heels. <laughs> there's a lot of room for MJF to just keep talking that shit. <laughs> he has just an unlimited supply of bangers as far as like. We heard what he did to Brian Pillman Jr. That was savage. Um, and then Darby plays the victim. That's his character. And that is just tailor-made for someone like MJF, the spoiled rich guy, to just rain insults. And that's all we're getting. Um, I don't know if Darby's going to lose. Is Darby? No. Who has to? Yeah. Who has the TNT? Who has the Dynamite title right now? Um, Sammy Guevara. Sammy, that's right. Okay, so Darby lost it to Miro. Miro lost it to Sammy. Got it. Um, this doesn't really hurt anyone with a loss, but I think it, it hurts MJF more to lose this one because you can't talk all that shit and then lose. Otherwise, it's just going to kind of ruin that character. So um, I think there might be like a Wardlow interference and then Sting comes out and then and then Sting turns on Darby. Finally, it's going to happen. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop that until it does happen. Um, uh, I think there's, I just think this is gonna be shenanigans, and then MGF gets to win. I think there'll be like a fucking like a, the F10 into the salt of the earth punch or the um the diamond ring. Oh, the F10, and in the second spin, he takes him out with the the diamond oh, ring punch. Wow. Oh, uh, Darby could take that. Yeah, let's do that. Write that down, Tony Khan. <laughs> that's right. Oh so uh, yeah, that's that's what I would like to see. I'd like to see MGF keep the win streak. Um, I mean, it's not really a streak, but like, just give him the fuel to keep talking all that smack. It's it's good. It's good. Oh man! But now, speaking of you know, write, write it down. We got the main segment of the evening for Dynamite. As we did see, well, there's one thing I think we missed. Let me make sure we missed it. Okay, and that is uh, our boy, our boy, the King, the Mad King. Mr. We have to tell him wrestling is fake. Uh, Eddie Kingston versus CM Punk. That feud is fire. That is as real as it gets. That is like, there's no characters in that. That is those two guys going at it. And I love it. I'm here for it. I love that. There's there's like, it's all kayfabe. It's like, there's all kayfabe and no kayfabe at the same time. You know, like, those are like bada boom, realist guys in the room style fight right there yes right i can't wait man i can't wait for i cannot wait for here it's gonna be exciting yeah oh man and so yes with the main segment of the evening for dynamite we have the, the contract signing of omega and adam hangman i guess you shot the end they shook hands but then who was the cameraman of course no wonder why matt is not here of course he was dressed up with the cameraman adam yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 haircut <laughs> <laughs> Of course, you know, Don Callis, Don Callis, you know, made his presence known. He's been gone for six weeks and now, you know, busted uh, Adam Page and Omega, like just signing his, you know, 
signing his signature with his blood and like oh rest all right i like that a little bit typical wwe type of a segment in reality i mean come on not gonna deny it here but hey uh this is gonna be interesting because uh this is the the end of the tunnel for hangman page so man your thoughts about seeing all this with dynamite going into full gear coming what are your thoughts about full gear and should this this is a do or die for a hangman to win the title who do you got what do you got hangman winning or what what are you what are your thoughts about it i got some some fuckery afoot ideas going on here so yes this is hangman page's third major title shot the first one against jericho lost it in the inauguration uh lost the tournament for the title versus kenny omega in the finals i believe this is the rematch of that um you don't lose a third title match and ever be considered championship material ever again. Um, I mean, at least outside of WWE, who titles change hands like underwear. Um, so, I mean, like Charlie Flair. Like, I, random fact, I didn't know this. Sasha Banks has, like, held the title nine times and has never defended it once. She has, like, zero successful title defenses. I didn't ever know that. That's a wild stat. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Wow. Every time wow. Sasha Banks wins, she never successfully defends it. It's crazy. Um, so there's a few things that might be between the lines that I would like to see if this is what happens. And the first thing is the contract was signed in blood. So theoretically, Hangman can win this match. And we all know Don Callis has a lawyer on retainer. We saw him a few months back. And the lawyer could come out and be like, well, technically, it wasn't signed by Hangman Page. It wasn't his handwriting. It wasn't in ink. So the contract is void. Adam Page may have won the match, but the title was void. So Kenny gets to keep it. That would be awesome. I would love that. That would be troll level 9,000. <laughs> That's what I want. The flip side to that is that they try to pull that shit and then... Adam Page has like another lawyer. His lawyer comes out, or Tony Khan comes out. Someone, and Tony Khan really doesn't go on TV. I love that. He keeps his mouth shut and he stays backstage, does silly promos over at Impact. Keep it that way. He's not Vince. He's not Bischoff. He's not Russo. He doesn't come out, run the show. Someone else can come out and be like, well, actually, it was signed in, you know, it's his DNA. So he did sign it and he does get the title. And then that's how he keeps the belt, or, you know, the belt moves over to um, Hangman Page. I like the one where he wins but doesn't get to keep the belt. That would be great. I would love that. That's what I would like to happen. I don't know if I'm too creative for that. I don't I don't know. I just like that idea so much that if it happens, yay. I know. <laughs> I'm hoping so too. I mean, this is gonna be a four-hour show, man. Yeah. It's it's, it's gonna be uh man, the card itself is fucking fantastic. It's gonna be insane. Four hours of pro wrestling. I man, this is like I, can we compare Full Gear to what? This is like more like their Survivor Series or the WrestleMania. No, you know what? This uh, their, Survivor, their Survivor Series is more like whenever they do this at Stadium Stampede or um, they did something earlier this year. Uh huh. That was, was like oh, six versus six. Okay. Uh, no, because I was talking about like the pay per view name. Like this, we noticed that last year this was like you mentioned about last year's, you know, Full Gear, how it was. I mean, with the Kenny Omega and Adam. And a tournament, how it was stacked last year, and then like so far, man, this full gear 
pay-per-view has been like, I don't know, is is that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like right. but as far as like format, I mean, obviously seasonal yeah, Survivor yeah. Series, Survivor Series is the fall pay-per-view. Yeah. So you could go pair it as far as the seasons go. But when it was the pinnacle versus the un, um versus um inner circle, when it was like the losers have to break up, that was the Survivor Series pay-per-view to me. Okay. As far yeah. as like that was a 66 elimination style. Um, but this is like their fall major wrestlemania you know this is like they put on a lot of big pay-per-views like one a month that's always bigger than some of the bullshit wwe puts out as far as like no way out or like the little or king of the ring like the littler ones not the big four mm. um where AEWs constantly feel important mm, okay i'm with you that man so yes man full gear man is oh it's exciting man out of all the matches, uh, I, if you recall, I can, I can break it down just in case if you don't. Uh, I can bring it up right now. All right, just to, you know, let us let the people know you, which one you think will be the steal of the night. Which one will steal the show for your for your prediction? I have to turn my ad block off just to look at this darn page here. Let me do that real quick. <laughs> all right, continue page. I think I fixed it. There we go. All right. Well, starting with the main event. I don't want to start with the main event. Let's start at the bottom. Oh, Survivor Series? Oh, is this Sunday? Actually, I didn't even know that. Oh, uh, that's next Sunday, uh, 21st. <laughs> okay, next next Sunday. Got it. It's two more weeks. Uh, this might be part of the, what is it called, take-home show, the, the opener. Christian Cage, Jurassic Express versus Superclick, Adam Cole, and Young Bucks. Oh, God damn. Wait, that's actually starting the card off. That's not the uh, the buy-in, right? Oh, the buy-in is um, it's Nyla Rose and... Jamie Hayter versus Thunder Rosa. No, no, and, and Hikaru Shida. That's the okay. buy on YouTube. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, that sounds cool. I like Nyla Rose a lot. Um, she's probably gonna lose that one. I think she's due for a face turn. Um yeah. Christian Cage, Jurassic Express, Super Click, Super Click. That's gonna be such a good match. That's crazy. That's starting the thing off. Uh Young Bucks are gonna win that one for sure. Darby Allen, MGF. I got MJF. Tag Team Championship, Luther Brothers versus FTR. Lucha Brothers are going to retain that. Um, I thought Lucha Brothers were doing something with Cody Rhodes. Is that separate? No, no, no. no. Remember, remember I mentioned that that's going to be – it's Pac and Cody Rhodes. Oh, Pac and Cody Rhodes. All right. Okay, cool. Yeah, so Luchas are going to retain on that one. Uh, Inner Circle versus Top Team. Top Team's going to win that by fuckery. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> CM Punk and Eddie Kingston. Man, uh, I don't hate Kingston winning that one. Uh, I think that would be very humbling, not to see him punk as the human who, you know, to Phil Brooks, but as like the character, that would be pretty cool to see him take that loss. Bryanson versus Miro. Uh, that's going to be Bryanson. Uh, D&D, DMD, DMD versus Tecante. I'm reading this. The first word that I see is where I'm reading. Britt Baker versus Tecante. Britt Baker is going to retain. Uh, and the main event, obviously, you just got my prediction. It's going to be Paige wins, but contractually, uh, Omega gets to keep the belt. Hey, if that happens, I will bow down to you. <laughs> I just sometimes, I, sometimes that's what I, I would like. That that would that would make me that would give me a, a nice little wrestling boner right there. I'd be like, that's sick. Yes, <laughs> it does. It does. All right, and of course, remember, ladies and gentlemen, don't miss tonight's AEW Rampage. Tonight, twenty-two matches in the card: Jungle Boy, Bobby Fish. And you have uh, Orange Cassidy and Matt Hardy, which we forgot to mention the aftermath of the tag team of Wheeler Yuta and uh, Wardlow match, you know, the squash, and then Hardy attacked, you know, best friends in Orange Cassidy. 
it's a lumberjack match. So I guess that feud is not over yet either. So that's like another long feud that's been going with the uh, HFO, the Hardy Factory family. Um, so that's been going on with Best Friends. Because that's an account of Full Gear. Right. Now let's move on, ladies and gentlemen, very briefly. The media call that Tony Khan had. Uh, the media call uh, asking him the pre, you know, what's going to happen. And, and a lot of questions were, you know, big topics were answered. So one was the, he didn't mention about the Owen Hart Cup coming. He will be, you know, announcing details after full gear of how the Owen Hart Cup will be uh, pretty much how he's going to break it down. How is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? And pretty much breaking down the whole story of the Owen Hart Cup. And I, I, don't, I don't know if you're excited, uh, director, you know, Owen Hart Cup. You know, coming in fruition. You know, hopefully we'll get this. What's the? What is your expectation of his own hard cut? Do you feel like it should be like a classic King of the Ring? Because you know, own heart was the King of Hearts. You know, he won a King of the Ring. Blackheart. One. Yeah, I think and, when he won King of the Ring, he was the Blackheart, right? No, he was regular. He was regular. He was regular heart. Yeah, the King. Okay. Yeah, the King of Hearts at the time before he became Blackheart. Okay. Yeah. So. Um. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone over at WWE is mad that someone that someone is paying respect to Owen Hart, it's because you dumb people took 24 years to do something about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, why it took AEW coming around this far, this long, uh, to do something about respecting Owen Hart's name. You guys haven't done anything, so you can't be mad about it. Uh, obviously, we saw Bret Hart reveal the Dynamite title, the TNT title. The, no, the AEW title. Remember when it first began? The first, first? Okay, so the original title. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So obviously the Hart family has some love over at AEW. Um, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I find it disrespectful that WWE didn't do something like this sooner. Well, uh, they can't because uh, Owens, our Hart Widow, is not allowing them. So she's, she gave the blessings to Tony Khan. Like, okay, yeah, you I know what? Go for it, you know? So Which is, which is great news. I love that. Um, as far as uh is it not for a title right it is a king of the ring round robin tournament is that the uh I, that's that's the concept of it. he's going with it what i, like, what there's, I no, there's nothing booked for it right is there like um a date or participants or he hasn't he hasn't announced none of that yet but he did announce it's a cup going and it's gonna he will announce more after full gear okay so i'm looking forward for how is he gonna break it down that's so i don't I don't hate the round robin tournament format there is just so much of it obviously king of the ring being the first one the may young classic being another one um, they just did it for the heavyweight title where Kenny, you know, won it. So I, the thing is, is like, you don't know what else, there, there's nothing else to do to have, there's no other realistic format unless you like make something up. And that just adds to the illusion of pro wrestling being a real sport. Right. You can't have like a, a ranking system because they already have that for the major titles. Um, I don't want them to have a battle royale because that's the Andre classic. Um mm -hmm. You can't do a uh, 50-man Royal Rumble because that's the greatest Rumble. So it's really hard to find something original that comes off as respectful and legit right now. So they probably are going to do a round-robin tournament, yeah. and it'll be an annual event for a cup, not for a title. Yeah, which is great. We'll be, and, you know, have, like, it's kind of like how NXT does their Dusty Classic tournament. But what, I, what I would like to see, yeah, what I would like to see is the King of the Ring, it's uh, semifinals, quarterfinals, or quarterfinals, and then semifinals, and then you get two matches in one night for the finals, right? Yeah, I like that. I'll have it have the whole thing be one night. Awesome, right? The whole you thing have eight people 
So there's not many matches. You only have to wrestle twice or three times. Yeah. So you win your first one, you're in the semis, you win the first, second one, you're in the finals, and then the third one is for the belt or for the cup. And you can do, you can have an event. You can make that one event. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that would be cool. Again, we're going with what I like to see. Doesn't exactly mean it's uh, going to happen. Mm, okay. And there's room. And then uh, they mentioned in a call as well, they did belt for belt coming soon. Uh, it's going to be an event. I that it's what way how it sounds like. It sounds like it's going to be an event, belt for belt. I don't know what he means by that. If if uh, if he's talking about TNT, well, that, that, only means, that only means unification in any other sport, right? That's what I'm trying to think about. If he's if he's going to plan to unify, because think about it, TBS. I mean, we'll have Dynamite next year, and they're taking out a TBS title. Then you have the AEW. Uh, women's title. Then you have the TNT going on title in the AEW World. So I don't know what he mean by that, or unless he's doing a crossover, maybe versus other promotions. I there's, there's no much yeah. detail because you that can't one. you can't have like the IG IWGP title come over, or like who has um, Moxley is the IWGP US champion. Is that what he is? Or what no, is no, he he's he lost that belt. He, he lost. But he had it. He had it. Yeah, so he had say, it before. Whoever has it, let's say that belt. And then if it's a belt for belt versus the, you know, the dynamite title, and then yeah. the winner takes all. Like belt for belt means that you walk away with both belts. That, yeah, exactly. And that's, that's too much responsibility for one wrestler to promote both companies like that. And both companies probably wouldn't want to do that. If it was belt versus belt, then you can have, you know, the Intercontinental versus the U.S. title. Not for a title, but the champions fighting. That's totally cool. That's way less sloppy in my opinion so mm -hmm. it might be that okay yeah you never know it might be that yeah you never know the other thing he mentioned about they asked him about the ring of honor talent since you already heard about ring of honor shutting down their doors uh releasing all their talents uh and they asked him so are we going to be seeing ring of honor talent going to aw he said you know what i am a couple of friends you know i'm friends with some ring of honor talent so are we expecting some of those talents to go to AEW? And if you, I, well, I, I know you're overwhelmed with a lot of things in your consummation no, in your head. But I'm catching up. I'm catching up. I have no idea who's in Ring of Honor right now that I would predict would go to AEW. I mean, I'll, I could name you at least the, the, the top is one's chain. I mean, I love Marty Skrull before all the shit went down. So oh, yeah. like, that name's off the table. That'd be my pick. Um, what about homeboy that's uh, got that death match versus John Moxley a couple months back? Uh, the guy who was like in jail and shit, the hardcore guy. Oh no, no, he's in GCW. That's Nick Gage. Nick Gage. Okay, yeah, so he's yeah. not from Ring of Honor. Yeah. Yeah. Ring of Honor, I can tell you, is uh, Jay Lethal. Uh, Why not? Perfect. Dra Dragon Lee, who you know is uh, related to Andrade somehow, I guess, and Rouge too. Rouge. Uh, you have There's someone over there that I'm thinking of. Uh, who has like um Dan Housen? Kind of like the fiend. Is that who I'm thinking of? It sounds like the fiend gimmick, but he's skinny and funny. Dan Housen. Is that who I'm thinking of? He kind of yes. looks like a, like Makeup. a joker. Makeup, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yes. Who he has like a very silly magic gimmick. Yeah. Um, Dan Housen. Ring of Honor. Yeah. Dan Housen. Yeah, that's the one. Bang. That's my number one pick. Perfect. Yeah. AW that's the guy. That's yeah. Well, we're not gonna we're not gonna see him quite some time. He is hilarious. We're not gonna see him quite some time though, because he he broke his uh part of his uh, tibula. So, Ooh. 
Yeah, right so. in the face leg. Yes, uh, so he'll be out for quite some time. He'll be back soon. We got time. We got time before a contract can even be drawn up, too. So you know. Well, yeah. I mean, what? Like I said, it's, it's going to be interesting if we're going to see any debuts coming. You know, full gear. So could be some of the Ring of Honor talent. Who knows? We don't know. Uh, I know it's not going to be Wyndham, which is being on Bray. It's doing movies, so we already know that. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, he could be in two places at once. <laughs> very, very, very true. Very true. And the last uh, that I want to talk about this one because this one, this one really kind of sparked something that Tony Khan kind of did a no-no on this. Um, I for me it's a no-no, but I'll explain it to you, and I'll do the best that I can to explain it to you. So a woman, um, woman journalist, asked Tony Khan about if he's planning to do like an all women's event, like how WWE did for evolution, you know, for evolution uh, or, you know, doing some type of event for an all women's pay-per-view. Tony Khan kind of, you know, I know that he probably did not mean it. I don't know if he was, you know, a couple of contests, I don't know who he was, but he, he kind of cut her off disrespectfully, saying, hold on before I even, because she mentioned about NWA Empower, how, you know, he, how AEW women's were at the pay-per-view event and how it was awesome, how they did the first event for it. They asked him, are you planning to do something like that when NWA did? So he cut her off and asked, and said, first of all, before anything, we cut you off. First of all, I never got credit for sending the AEW, uh, you know, women's roster to NWA Empower. I never got credit for it. And, and Billy Corgan or, you know, NWA never mentioned that. Uh, that sh- I should were, be they, were they just sitting in the audience being like being known so they would get TV time, kind of like when Britt Baker was in NXT, or were they actually involved in the event? Like oh, as- the, the actual event, the actual okay. event. Okay, so that was co promoted. Yeah, the actual okay. event. Right. So Tony Khan, I guess what he mentioned at the end was, I paid I paid him to go over there. NWA didn't pay him. I did. I paid him off their contract from AEW. Paid him on the side. Go, you know, help go do the NWA event. I'll pay you for it. So he kind of threw it out there. So he kind of wanted that credit. Yeah. Uh, I, but the only say I'd say is a no-no. Like, you, first of all, you kind of cut this woman off. And second is, like, you're asking for the credit, but you're not really giving the women the credit. That's kind of like... I need, to hear, I need to hear the context of the question, how it was interrupted, how it was, like, the actual transcript. Yeah. Um. And how many words she got in before I can even guess. I didn't listen to that audio call because mm-hmm. there's just so much content out there. Mm-hmm. Um, if she was saying something like, uh, would you ever consider, if her question was posed like this, Tony Khan, would you ever consider doing something like an all-women's event because you've never done one before? Then I would be insulted because why don't you know that I have? Unless yeah. he never made, Unless he never made it public that he had anything to do with NWA. He could respectfully say, hey, listen, I actually had a lot to do with something like that before with the Empower event. So, yes, I have been involved with that. That is an idea that I do like. And I have been, you know, a lot, not a lot of people know that yeah. I did actually pay my wrestlers to go do that. So that's not something that's crazy for us to do over here at AEW. Right, so right. if she asked it like that, then I get his point. I'm, you know, erring on the side of I didn't hear the conversation. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. But if she was just like... Hey, Tony Khan, would you do a women's event? And he was like a dick about it, which I, I don't know. Maybe he was. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'd have to hear the conversation. Yeah, it, 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 kind of, it, kind of sound, it kind of sounded that way a little bit, but a bit. But 
I, I didn't, he didn't really answer the fulfilled question. He just pretty much asked, pretty much saying, I'm trying to strive the women's division. That's why I did the TBS tournament. Right. I'm trying to strive it, you know, make it at its peak. But it's like the debate, debate, the debate about this is going back to all women's wrestling is there haven't really been given the time on Dynamite or Rampage as much. I know one match per show, but more like, Add another match to it. We need more women's wrestling, you know, which we do. I, I have no disrespect because I here we both just say we're with with all women's wrestling all day. Uh, but if I you know, should they do something? I think they should. They should do a one night event, uh, but not on, not on YouTube. Do it on do it on national TV one day at least, or a pay per view event. We've seen the pay per. I mean, on YouTube when they did the remember when they did the Japanese American tournament. Uh, yeah. they did that. That was awesome. But could we do actual on national television? I don't mind that. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know how you feel about it yourself, but I think we do need that more uh, for the women's roster in AEW to be more, yeah, there's, more presentation to it. There's a whole lot of gray area, especially with the opinions that I'm about to have, which are very fair and reasonable, where I like the women's roster in AEW, and they do suffer from doing the thing that Vince will do where instead of having four matches with eight wrestlers, he'll put eight wrestlers in one match. Yeah. We just talked about how we're having uh, just last night on Dynamite, it was like four versus four, right? Three on three, the, the yeah. Three, three on three. three. That was the only female match I can think of that was on that entire Dynamite, correct? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. So you did get to see half the roster, but it was all in one match. So, yeah, do maybe break that up a little bit. Maybe do a tag, do a singles, maybe two singles and a tag. Um, that'd be great. I, I do see plenty of the roster. I do. I am familiar with almost every woman on that roster because I have seen them on TV in some capacity. But I do agree that more matches with less wrestlers per match might help a little bit. Obviously, we just talked about the buy-in for full gear. It's going to be like an eight-woman tag match on the buy-in. And there's only a singles one-on-one -on -one match on the main card. So, yeah. There is definitely room to infuse more women. Um, I like the direction they're going. I like all the wrestlers on there, but there's so many of them. Like, it's not like there's this. You have so many wrestlers that have plenty of room to wrestle. There's, you know, legit Layla Hirsch. There's uh, Serena Deeb just went full heel. Thunder Rosa, um, Abaddon just came back. Chris Gatlander just came back. So many that are just like sitting in the undercard that could just be huge. Just give them some more time. Yeah. As, as far as a all-female card, I don't hate it and I don't love it. It's very polarizing because obviously Vince has done it before. We just talked about it. So now if they do it, are they copying them? And also women want to be – this is – I'm trying to make this sound as fair as possible. Women do want to be treated equally. So I think giving them an entire card might be – catering a little bit i could be wrong i apologize if that sounds like i'm wrong i think it would be great if they did it i have no opposition to it i think a better solution is to have an opal almost equal amount of matches per main card men and women that to me is more than fair um and i would just like that because i think the world needs to see how talented these women are for sure agreed or you know in in the case of sunny kiss they, them, he, her, all the above, because Sunny Kiss goes by any one of those. Obviously, um, 
one of the best wrestlers on the roster right now is Nyla Rose. And that's a person who is living a life that is awesome right now and super talented in the ring. Keep blowing them up, man. Just keep bringing them in and just infuse them into the actual ramp. You have three shows, right? Dark's still a thing. You have Rampage. You have Dynamite. You're not hurting for TV time. And you have uh, Elevation. But see, those are... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's plenty of room and plenty of time, like... Did we need to have Daniel Bryanson versus Rocky Romero? Did we need to have Jungle Boy? Ver- Put Jungle Boy over on Dark every now and then. Get people to watch Dark. I don't think enough people watch Dark. Mm-hmm. Send some ambassadors. Send some big names over to a smaller event. Yeah. Like, there's plenty of room to work with. None of that's going to hurt. It's not like you're punishing someone by sending them to Shotgun Saturday Night or the other one, Heat, which, goddamn. <laughs> I love Heat. <laughs> Let me get this out of my way. I love Shotgun Saturday Night. I love Heat. There was nothing better than living in a motel at 1 a.m. and pro wrestling comes on, man. That was the jam. <laughs> Don't trip. We'll it was be- a great match. There was, what, one, two, three kid versus, like, Shawn Michaels had, like, match of the year on his shotgun, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Or, Ra- or Razor Ramon or something. It was, like, I think one, two, three kid beat Razor Ramon on a shotgun. Like, there is a lot of, a lot of cool shit that happened on those smaller cards. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Definitely. Uh, but we, we will be but doing yeah. a, t- a top five Sunday night heat or shotgun center nights for sure. We gotta do it. <laughs> thunder, Thursday Thunder. <laughs> we gotta do that. We gotta there, do there was that. never a top five great anything on Thunder, I promise you. No, no, not a Thunder. I'm talking about Sunday night heat or shotgun Saturday night. I, yeah, really those great. are both those are both awesome. Even oh, Saturday yeah. mornings were great. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But um, those those that's my opinion about the women's roster. The talent is there and the time is there. Just 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 book it proper. That's it. Yeah. Definitely, I'm with you on that. And then, like, what's going to happen? Like, you book an all-female pay-per-view, and then you go, oh, we we did our thing. We did our favor. We did did our service to the gender. Now we don't really have to do anything for them for a while. You know, that's that's kind of – it kind of felt like a let's get it, like, with the Kofi Kingston title reign. It was kind of the we did our part. We got it out of the way. Now it's never going to happen again. You know what I'm saying? Like, they 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 did the fan service. They did the favor. Now stop talking about it. Let's move on. And I don't want that. That's what I kind of I feel that for NWA because they they did that right. And then what's next now? I really haven't seen much. Yeah. Uh, just more focusing on the men. Uh, like I said, I, I'm with you of equality of matches that should be on national television. I'm with you on that 100. I mean, I know that WWE did it. NWA NWA just did it. Fuck it, let AEW do it. I mean, I don't care. I, I for me, the more the better because it is it's diversity at its best with different promotions doing it. But I just hope that it stays consistent. I think that's the one thing that is missing. Yeah, that's consistency. the thing right there. That's consistency it. on all all brands, not just AEW, WWE, but also NWA. MOW is going to have a, a women's roster. New Japan should have a roster, but they have stardom, but they, they're barely focusing on them. Stardom is on their own. But shit like that, something that it should be equality, but consistency. Yeah, I don't on want national television. I don't want. I don't want big pops. And then fizzles, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So yeah, I'm I'm with you on that 100. Like it, it really it really treats it as a novelty. Rev- Evolution was a great card and all, but it treated it like a novelty. Like, oh look, we're doing it all women's card. Look how cool we are. Yeah. We're finally we're finally doing it after all this time. You guys asked for it. For, it was like treating it like a like a like a circus. Yeah. Of a sport. Exactly. I'm with you on that. And that's why. Matt Callis is here. He will tell you about Chaco Pro. He'll tell you about DDT. He'll tell you about Stardom, how they're, 
you know, their promotions, their all-female promotions are like their pinnacle in Japan, uh, but it doesn't get enough exposure here in the States. So that's why you yeah. see There's never really been an issue with, in my opinion, wrestling, women wrestling in Japan. Like they've always, if it wasn't 50-50, it was like 60-40, 30-70 as far as like their saturation goes. It's always been um, enough to never make me question why isn't there more women wrestling in Japan or more Japanese wrestler women. women. You know, there's, I mean, uh, so many names that are legendary. Bull Nakai, you know, obviously Maki Ito. Um, all, everyone who went over to NXT and then came up on the main roster, Io Shirai. Um, so, yeah. They've, Japan's consistently never had an issue with, with any of the genders coming through the rosters. Definitely. A hundred percent. Man, I can't wait. I cannot wait. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of part one of episode 78. I will be joined by Mike in part two because this gentleman right here, even though he's back and we're happy he's back, he has to work. Unfortunately, he is a man with a job, man with, yes, yes, dude. Back to reality. Oh, That's there goes gravity. I got to eat the spaghetti and my mom's fed. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds right, right? That's not right. Yeah, I played a show in Detroit, man. I'm as Eminem as it gets. Hey, awesome, man. You know, before I let you go, let the people know what's coming up for you. Know, that is your official congratulations, by the way. Publicly now we're saying here, not by, by message. For being official member of Faith Distorted, for and so and so, let the people know when is the next show for all of our SoCal listeners. Yeah, man. Awesome. When is Faith Distorted? That that's a that was a goal of mine for a while. So I was I'm still pretty stoked to be a part of that project. Um, and officially say I'm in the band. Like that's a crazy sentence. Um, we have a show November 19th at First Street Billiards in Boyle Heights, right down the street from the Aztec Temple from Lucha Underground. If anyone's familiar with the like the Cedar Chavez Ravine. That area, Ivan, hopefully you should make it after that show. Um, that is November 19th. And then uh, December 11th, we are direct support for a huge band called Raven Black at the Music Hall in Battle Creek, Michigan, December 11th. Um, I'm excited for both shows, but I've got a very special amount of excitement for that second show because it might be one of the biggest venues that we've played, um, at least in this particular project. Um, you can find the links anywhere. Follow me on social media, Chris Kennedy Guitars. Fate Destroyed Band on Instagram, Fate Destroyed on Facebook. Um, check out our videos. We just released a tour video by Sean Brandon for the song Let's Crash. That's on our YouTube. A music video that came out before I joined called Death Signs featuring Jason Alessi. That's also on the YouTube. Um, and that's pretty much all I got, man. I'm just I'm hyped to be active because for a while there, I thought I was never going to play a show again. And I just played like 50 shows in two months, and I'm stoked. I know you're stoked. And, we, and believe me, like, we're all stoked for you. And... Like I said, that will be on our link tree just announcing right now. Right in front of them, it will be on the link tree, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, dope, dude. Faith, faith, you know, faith destroyed on our link tree. We'll be there to uh, follow them on their social media platforms because there are the Circle Debate family, since our family member here is part of it. They're part of it as well. And so most definitely make sure for keep an eye out for all SoCal Pro Wrestling fans and around the world when they go back on tour, when you go on Michigan, make sure you follow Fake Destroyed, list, you know, buy their albums upcoming. Just, man, do support 100% because the director is out there directing you what Fake Destroyed <laughs> is all about. That's all yeah, I sir, I appreciate about. that so much, man. You already know it. And we got more coming. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back after these messages from... 
Binford, I guess Binford Tools, I guess. From, from Binford Tools? From Harbor Freight? From <laughs> Harbor Freight Tools. Harbor Freight, know. we could probably get Harbor Freight. I could probably pull that string. They're right down the street from all of us. Wait, you never know. <laughs> hey, I'm into it, dude. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> 